know, part of the real joy of doing this every week, which is to say, uh, part of the real joy of going through uh, many of my own seven-inch singles that I acquired during the 1990s is pulling out ones that I have no memory of ever having purchased, uh, you know, by bands that I don't have any other records by and wouldn't even really be able to tell you what they sounded like if I were to just look at the record sleeve. But somehow, at some point, around 15 years ago, the God's Acre Green Magnet School Split 7-inch found its way into my possession. And I think even, you know, clear back then, this record knew that today would be a great day on which we would, uh, you know, excise all of these, uh, these old sounds uh, in the podcast form. They knew that technology was coming. God's Acre was so ridiculously ahead of the curve, I can't even begin to address it right now. From a split seven inch with Green Magnet School on the great Toxic Shock record label. Uh, that was a song called No One Else. Like I said, a split single from 1990 with the band Green Magnet School, who are equally great. Uh, God's Acre also tackles uh, Funhouse by the Stooges on this record. You know, and that's pretty impressive that they can, you know, fit, squeeze, you know, not only uh, that they can squeeze two tracks on one side of a seven inch single that spins at 45 RPM, but that one of them can be a cover of Funhouse. And maybe we'll get to uh, get to that one on uh, coming. In. Wow, actually, I kind of wish we'd played that now. I'm reading the, uh, the insert here, and it says Ken Vandermark uh, was blowing uh, on the saxophone on uh, their recorded version of Funhouse. Very cool, very cool. Uh, God's Acre had a bunch of records out. They were sort of ubiquitous uh, presence uh, across the late 80s and, and 90s. And I don't have any of the, the records, but that song was pretty great. So you know where I'll be tomorrow. And before that... Music from a group called Skinyard. I can't believe it took me this long to play that track on this particular program because I think that was one of my most personally overplayed records of the 7-inch single variety uh, across much of the musical landscape of the 1990s. Um, there was a song called Start at the Top from what was their one... Uh, they were kind of uh, lumped in with the grunge, sub-pop thing, although this record is, I think, their only release that's actually on sub-pop. Seven-inch single. Start at the top is the A side, and um, I saw Skinyard perform live at Maxwell. It was right around the time of this release, and they were pretty honking great. Um, most of the other uh, the band's other records were put out by uh, I think Cruise Records, which was home to that band All, as well as uh, several uh, Greg Ginn solo records. It's whatever. Uh, Skinyard also noted for uh, featuring the guitar stylings of uh, Mr. Jack and Dino, a big uh, Left Coast producer guy who produced many of the records that you bought in the 1990s, whether you know it or not. Anyway, a great track with some really awesome chug and heavy bass there. Skin Yards start at the top, 7-inch single on the Sub Pop label. Uh, When did this come out? I think this was like 1990 or so. 1989, as a matter of fact. So we bend the rules every now and again. It doesn't necessarily have to be from the... uh, 1990s proper. It can just be a culturally 90s release. I suddenly fear as though I'm one of those oafs who goes on endlessly about the 60s all the time and how cool the 60s were, but I'm just like the uh, the 1990s version of that. Just because I keep saying 90s and when you keep hearing the same word or the same phraseology come out of your mouth over and over and over again, you know, the self-analytical man, such as myself, will begin to feel like an ass. So as we often interject here, let me just say that nostalgia is no place to live permanently. But revisiting it for 15 minutes a week is okay, as far as I'm concerned. And that is the thrust of the Anti-Static Podcast. My name is Mike Lapica. 
Thanks for tuning in and checking this out. Happy New Year to you if I didn't wish you that last week. I can't remember. Here we are in early January of 2008, and uh, we've only just begun entering year two of the Anti-Static Podcast. And uh, welcome new listeners. Welcome returning listeners. This little miracle is brought to you by a freeform listener-sponsored radio station called WFMU, which broadcasts terrestrially around the New York City region at 91.1 FM and online all over God's green earth, or God's acres, as the case may be, at WFMU.org. My name is Mike Lapipi. You can email me anytime, mike at WFMU.org. Let me know what you think of the show, if there's any particular records that you'd like to hear on it. Corrections. They're needed badly. We come at you every Wednesday morning with a new edition. If you uh, want to uh, sign up to have the podcast delivered to your computer automatically, go to WFMU's Podcast Central page at podcast.wfmu.org where you can subscribe or unsubscribe from this or uh, any of the other uh, many podcast offerings uh, that, we, uh, that we have here at the Magic Factory. One more track for you this week, and we're going to leave you with one from a group, uh, a Japanese group called Genbaku Onanis who released this great single on the Public Bath label in 1991. Uh, it's called Forward Command Post. And uh, pretty much everything that was released on Public Bath Records kind of uh, acquired like legend status you know, almost immediately upon its release. Uh, this uh, label was responsible for the amazing Japan bashing series of compilations, which I believe we've spun a couple tracks from here. And um, this one is, uh, is really no exception. It's great stuff, and the insert is fairly hilarious. I just want to read a little spell. Of, uh, of this to you, uh, so, you so you can get an idea of where these guys are coming from. The Jinbaku Onanis are a legendary punk band in Japan. Make no mistake, this is punk rock, as it was, is, and always will be. The Onanis are from Nagoya, a cultural equivalent of Leeds or Gary, Indiana. <laughs> Nagoya is a great industrial town with lots of metal bands. Nobody has ever taken a vacation there, so you can still be the first. <laughs> um... And then it goes on to talk about how they are sort of deeply connected with the Alchemy label. And uh, the songs on this EP are actually taken from the Genbaku Headquarters compact disc. So there you have it. A release from Public Bath Records, 1991. Let's hear it. Once again, thanks for tuning in to the Anti-Static Podcast. We'll see you next time. This is Genbaku Onanis. <laughs>